Hello and welcome to Paving the Way Podcast, Episode 2. I'm Seth Amoa, also known as SA. I'm here with Kenny Jean-Louis, a.k.a. KJL. And we are here with someone who I grew up with, you know, when we were young. Grew up in the same neighborhood, Park X, Park Extension, for y'all that don't know. You know, we grew up, we played. We played together when we were younger. We, you know, like, this guy's a very competitive guy. You know, he's built like the Hulk. You know, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. Mr. Kemi Osei. Merci, merci. Appreciate y'all, man. Merci, merci Kemi, d'avoir accepté l'invitation. On t'envoie un message texte. Directement, t'as répondu. Puis on voudrait juste savoir un peu, savoir un peu de ton histoire. Mais je sais, il y a beaucoup de jeunes qui look up to you. Puis je pense que l'interview-là, ça va vraiment les aider. Man. Comme t'as as un gros bagage. Puis euh, juste pour qu'eux, ils apprennent un peu de ton histoire. Man. Juste, on aimerait ça, nous aussi, apprendre un peu. De, des, des choses que nous, on ne connaît pas, même si on a grandi avec toi. So, merci d'avoir accepté l'invitation encore. Appreciate it, guys. Um, thanks for having me, too. Um, I know that means a lot to y'all. And I think that's great for the basketball community. The thing y'all are doing right now, just showing yeah. the kids how we started and how we helped them and how the generation before us helped us, too. So I think that's right. a great idea. Thanks for having me. For your respect, man. You know, it's crazy because I, I could think about it like it was yesterday, bro, when when we played, you know, when we played at the center and we were, you know, you know, when I seen you play and also hear some stuff of you playing in high school at Notre Dame and how yeah. you were just killing that league, you know? So, you know, it's just, it's crazy, bro, you know? Yeah, man, I, I remember, man, the first time I played, I, I saw Kimi was when we played against each other in the final. Yo, you had like, what, 45, 55 points? <laughs> and and, and, and the, the, the crazy thing is, Yo, your footwork was crazy. Like, it's not like you were bigger than everyone, but all your points were step back, Euro step, three points, uh, jump shot. Like, you get it? So, I, I was like, after the game, I was like, yo, that guy, maybe there's a guy who's better than me, Benjamin, you get it? <laughs> so, like, I remember that was the first time I saw you, so. Yes, yo, I want to know, like, at, that, at such a young age, right? How did you, the footwork and all that, you know, all that craziness that you were doing, that, like, what? 12, 11, like, you know? Yeah, um, true. Well, first of all, um, till this day, um, I hate Kenny for that game, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's giving me all this credit, but he did have a good game, man. Well, after that game, I shook my head. I said, man, I'm right back in the gym tomorrow, man. I said, hey. <laughs> he, he gave me buckets, too. I ain't going to lie. And he got the win. So okay. uh, that was a good one. But I got my payback, too, the, the week after. Um, yeah, 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 that's true, that's true, Seth, back to your question, um, at that age, uh, the footwork and stuff, to be honest, it started, like, with my brothers, to be honest, um, all these moves that y'all see, like, and even now, like, people always ask me, like, yo, that step back, your footwork, all that came from, for people who know him by, by name, um, John Nelson, and uh, my trainer at the time, Henry. Ah, shout um, out to Josh, shout out to Nelson. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, facts. Um, yeah. 100% came from them. like, And a lot of playing, playing them one-on-one -on -one, um, and me never being able to beat them, but still stealing moves from them every time and now ask questions. I'm a very curious guy, so I always ask questions like, yo, how do you do this? How do you do that? Like, um, you know, my teammates, like sometimes I'll see them doing something well. I'll just like mm -hmm. pick their brain. Like, yo, how do you do this? Like, show me this, show me that. And, so um, how was it, how was it like, especially coaching, like being coached by your brothers, you know, and, you know, because a lot of people don't have that, right? How, how was it? Yeah, like. 
Yo, I, I remember they were hard on you. I remember like me playing against you, and then and then and then yo, you had you could have like 30 points at half, and Nelson and John was always yelling at you. I was like, damn, that guy just scored 30 points in the half. How come they, they're yelling at him? Hey, I I I I'd be wrong. I, I wouldn't be doing good even if I was having like even if I had 60. Um, they would always point the little bad things, like the uh-huh, little details. Uh-huh. Um, and they were big on that, but off the court and even on the court, it's just love. I mean, if you have a little brother, you're going to be hard on them for sure. So they were always tough with me, but they taught me everything I know right now till this day. Like, um, and they were a major part of me growing to the man that I am today until this day. Like I'm still learning from them and, um, family and my parents too. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I hear that. And also like when, um, when we were playing, remember we were playing at the center, we were playing like little tournaments here and there when we were younger. Yeah. yeah. And my, my main I think was, I'm like, okay, Kemi's killing it. Like he's doing his thing in the, in the school league, you know? How's that going to translate if we start playing all these intercity games, you know? Intercity games or intercity leagues like MBL. And then mm-hmm. hopefully, and then by all, you know, thank, thank God, Parkex was able to get a team. Back then it was known as Super Skills, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, and then what, what you were doing against, you know, guys that were like, I would say like elite, you know, at that, at that age was just insane, you know, like scoring by any means necessary, you know? And to me, I was, I was like, I was like how does guy, how, how does he have that mindset? Like, I don't understand, at such a young age, you know, back then we didn't have YouTube or Instagram, you know, none of that. Yeah. So it was like, I want to know, how did you, how did you get that mindset? Like this game, you're going in this game, you know, like to kill the next game to kill. You like you didn't care whether you were down twenty or you're up twenty. It was always the same thing. Like, how'd you get that mindset at such such a young age? Shoot, uh, I think that started with me. Sure. First of all, it's six of us in the house, so it's like we're, we're six siblings with two parents. So everything I would do was a competition. Uh, when my brother John is the one younger, like the one closest to me by age, like with age and stuff, and um. Everything what I was doing was a competition. Like, if even Nelson is like, "Yo, you should never accept a lose. Like, don't accept being second. And even my parents, like, it was like, "Man, like, we don't lose here." And then, um, so I always had I developed that dog like this. Um, and then even when I started working now, like everything I did in my mind, I was like, "Shoot!" I always imagined somebody in front of me and me just going at them. And so when I got to the game, it's like, "Yo, I've worked for that." Like, you know what I'm saying? I've been in the gym. I know I can make that shot, so I'm gonna take it. Like mm-hmm. whether I make it or not, I'm gonna take the next one, and I don't care because my 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 mentality is: I'm trying to win this game, and I'm trying to kill whoever's guarding me. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, I, mean, I think no, keep going, keep going. Yeah, and then that's what I was saying. So I think like that's how it translated to the game: just being raised that way for life, and then I would just use that on the court, and it just translates in everything you do in life after that. Kimi, can you tell us a little bit about your three years playing for Team Quebec? How was that? Um, shoot, that shit was fun, man. It was it was really fun. Like if you take the basketball out of it, um, just the fun we had off the court. I mean, guys, like I can have I have a story for everybody on those teams. Um, shit, Kenny being one, knowing everybody's stats and trying to beat them. <laughs> So by the time of that, by the end of the tournament, he'd be the MVP. <laughs> this so guy. Everybody's stats. And then, like, that thing was just crazy, man. But, you know what I'm saying? He wasn't just a bad teammate. And that's just him being competitive. 
which I which I understand, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm the same way. I wouldn't count other people's stats. I would just <laughs> but <laughs> but um yeah, I mean um I had a story for everybody on that team really, but it was fun. But if you talk about basketball, um it was really good um just competing against those other provinces. Um Quebec never being the favorites. It was always Ontario. Mm-hmm. So whenever we play Ontario or those um BC teams, um I had a little extra, you know what I'm saying, motivation to just kill those guys. And I'm glad, I'm happy to say that we never lost to them. Never. Like, ever since I started playing for Team Quebec, yeah, we never lost. Yeah, we ended up going to the Canada Games. We beat, um, um, I think it was Nova Scotia. Yeah, Nova Scotia in the finals. And you remember, nobody was rooting for us. It was us against everybody. And I love that, though. I don't want to be like... And last thing, last thing about Team Quebec, can you tell us about the zone you were in? Like, I remember in the fourth quarter, we were down like five, and I could see in your eyes, like, like Kobe and 08, when he said, yo, yo, when they were about to lose against Spain, and they say, yo, get out of the way, just give me the ball. And that was the same thing. Like, I, I thought I was the best on the team. You, you thought it was the best on the team, K-Win, Kenny, but in the fourth yeah. quarter, you said, you know what? Yeah. I'm the Kobe. Give me the ball and get out of my way. <laughs> and, then you, time, I, and then you scored, like, I think, 15 points. And then, yo, you won us, us the game by a, a buzz, buzzer. So. Shoot, RIP, my dude, Kobe, my favorite player ever. That's the GOAT to me. In my eyes, he's the GOAT. Mm-hmm. Um, but, shoot, that's, the, that's why I get that mentality from, too. Um, Kobe, that's my favorite player. Um, we were actually up a lot in the first half, and then we went down. We got to that fourth quarter. I was like... I just wanted to take charge of it. That's just my competitive nature. It just came out. And um, I was fine, like, you know, taking over. And then even if I had missed that shot and we lost that game, it would just be a learning experience. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's one thing about, like, taking over. Like, let's say, like, like, as a basketball, like, just for basketball, Whenever you're trying to take over a game, it's not always going to be perfect. It's not always going to be a Cinderella story where, oh, I made this shot. If I had missed it, that would have been a learning experience. Okay, get back to the gym, learn from it. Um, and I think a lot of people sometimes are just scared. You know what I'm saying? They're yeah. scared to just miss that last shot to take it. They, they, they're scared of it. Now I'll take that and shoot. If I go 0 for 5 and on game winners, the sixth one, I'm taking it mm-hmm. with the same confidence because mm-hmm. uh, I work on it. Like I said earlier, I work on those moments. I work for those moments. So when they come, you got to just appreciate them, just hug the moment, just take it. That's true. That's what happened in that game. And we got the dub. Yeah, that must have for sure. That's a good feeling playing, representing your province, you know, you know, especially, you know, yeah. get his representing your country. So for sure, that's an experience that I'm sure a lot of people hope to get an opportunity to play in. And, uh, I have to give a shout out to the to the team Quebec's. Uh, was it this year or last year? Which they won. Um, yeah. Well, that's pretty. It was pretty. That's pretty dope. Yeah, I think it was the first time. I think that I think all levels won or something like that. But that's pretty dope. You know, that puts Quebec. You know, it's showing. It's showing that Quebec got talent. You know, and you know that's it's good. You know, like I said, it starts from like all the way from back in the day till till now and the, the progress that's going. So. That's and, really and, and he also played Team Canada. Can you talk about that experience? I know you play provincial team, but you play for Team Canada, which is the goal for everyone. Can you talk about yeah, that? Um, team Canada, yeah, that was another great experience. Um, like I said, like off the court, everything was fine, but let's jump to basketball. Basketball was just, see, on that team, it's like, I'm 
guys like Mo, Cal Wil Cal Wilcher, um, Ken Birch. Um, they're all NBA players, NBA, NBA level players. So I still had to find a way to get into that. Um, Phil Scrub was on that team, so I went in that training camp with the mentality like I ain't getting cut, man. I'm going there to get going there to yeah. get work. So yeah. whoever was in front of me, I was going at them. You know what I'm saying? And um, it was clear that I was gonna make that team, not bragging or anything, but that's just the body of work that I had put on during training camp. Mm -hmm. um, ended up starting. Um, I started. Um, I think the last two games I didn't start, though I came off the bench. Um, and the experience was just amazing. Played yeah. against Team USA. Um, Kyrie Irving on that team. Um, Austin Rivers, Tony Mitchell. Uh, yeah. This goes on. Ben the Blue. Man. A bunch of guys, man. Um, where, where, just, where, where was the tournament? We played in San, Ant San Antonio, Texas, in the States. Okay. Yeah. Um, great experience, man. I like yeah. that song. Like, I'll never forget that. Yeah, coming, um, going back to in Park X, right, which you dominated the league, you know, um, uh -huh. and then you got sent, and then you 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 left to go to prep school. Um, you went to Archbishop Carroll, you know, which yeah. is, you know, that's, yeah, and that's the, I guess, the school of Chris Joseph, you know, Syracuse, yeah. NBA, yeah, so that he's a school he went to. Um, what what made you leave, I guess, Montreal to go to, you know, down south, you know, and play when, when back then, you know, it wasn't really, a lot of players didn't really do that, but you decided to do that. It, what, like, why? Like, you know? Um, it's a decision I took with my family and Henry, who was my coach at the time. Uh, it was just, it was getting to a point where, like, it, it, I was dominating and it was like, okay, like, he's just going to keep doing that. How can we get him better? And my dream was to go D1, play at the next level. Um, and that was the step to take so I could get there. So that league is like the best high school league in America. Okay. Um, you can look it up, the WCAC. Um, they produce major talent um, going there. And that, that's why I took the decision, so I can play against the best in my, okay. in my grade. And, okay. Know. And how was, how was it playing in the league? How was it like? Very good league, man. Tough, yeah. like tough league. I've seen a lot of people, man. And I did good. Uh, played Kendall Marshall, went to North Carolina, Victor Oladipo, Quinn Cook, Josh Shelby. Yeah, this goes on. Yeah. Like the list goes on. Like guys that I played with and against. Um, the playing there was just amazing. And then um, my mm -hmm. partner in crime came and joined me there, Kenny Cherry. Um, yeah. yeah. And it made the experience even better. I had somebody with me mm -hmm. uh, to actually go through that. Because think about it, I'm 16 at the time leaving. I'm by myself in another country um, just competing. You know, sometimes things ain't going well. Things aren't going the way you want it to go. And at least you got somebody that's just like, yo, come on. And then he came. That was great. He came the next year or two years after? Like He came the year after. So I played one year and then he came. The junior and senior year, I played there sophomore, junior, senior, and senior. Okay. And can you can you talk a little bit about your bond with Kenny? Because I know you guys were always fun with everybody, but One I know and you. Two. Yeah, but you and Kenny like they were a special <laughs> special bond. So can you talk about like how he pushed you? Like I know he's playing uh, pro too. So yeah, that, that was true. From Park X, from Park X, that was the one-two punch combo. So. We always had that thing, like, it always clicked. Like, mm -hmm. 
I would never get mad at a shot that he took, and you would not get mad at me taking a bad shot or anything. It was just like, okay, now it's your turn. Okay, now, yo, Kemi, it's your turn. Um, it was the same way in D.C., and people would call us the Canadians, like the Canadian combo with the Canadians, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? And it, it's good, though, like, you know, you're repping not only ourselves, but we're repping Canada, um, mm -hmm. Quebec, Montreal, like, mm -hmm. if you want to just keep going down the line and out. Just people noticing that, yo, they got talent. Um, I mean, that bond is till this day. I mean, same great. thing. I remember there was a back end, if I go flash for flash that, um, there was, I think it was Bantam. Um, yeah. I don't know, you guys, I think you and Kenny, you and Kenny, like, you know, one dropped like 60, one dropped 40. You know, <laughs> I think, someone, yeah, I think yeah. you dropped 60, you dropped 40. I'm like, I was like, what? Yeah, one day? <laughs> I think it, it, I think it's on YouTube. Like there's a it's on YouTube, video. Bro. I think, yeah. <laughs> can you, can, can, I'm, can, I'm gonna find it and put in the link, bro. <laughs> yo, I, I, I think Kimmy's dropping sixty. You, I watched that video probably like ten times. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna find that video. I'm gonna put it up, man. I'm putting the link below. You know, so everyone yeah. listening, go watch it. That's that's yeah, yo. But, no, yeah, that dude is just like you know what I'm saying. Like it's just like that one two punch. Like you know what I'm saying. And it was always great to play with him. Like I know, like. And I trusted them. So, you know how we were talking about taking over a game? Sometimes you just feel like, damn, like, you know what I'm saying? It's his time. Like, I feel like I can just be like, yo, go on. And same thing with him. If he's taking over a game and he sees he's like, yo, come on, take over. Like, today's not my day. Um, that's that how it was. Drive, you know? Just exactly. Come, yeah, yeah. Competitors, yeah. And then, and then after that, what was next? Like, after high school? Um, after high school, it was, um, that's when I moved on and I played um, D1. I went to Arkansas Little Rock. What made what, you yeah. yeah, what made you choose that university for sure? There's, there were a bunch of D1 who was uh, recruiting you. Like, what made you choose that school that Derek Fisher went to, right? Yeah, facts. He went there. Um, I developed a really good relationship with the assistant coach that recruited me there. Name was Coach Lee. Same birthday as me. Uh, like, oh, we were just, oh, like, really okay. cool. Yeah, we were really cool. Um. And when it came down to it, um, I had got in trouble for um, schoolwork. I actually lost a lot of offers, to be honest. Um, but then that was the school that stuck with me and everything. I trusted them, so I just went there. I didn't want to go the Juco route, um, which I was about to do with. And I was like, nah, fuck it. I just went with Little Rock. And that was probably the best five years of my life, to be honest. Yeah. And um, yeah. I know when you played, um, you know, there's an injury that occurred, right? Yeah, second yeah. year. Yeah, so what, what happened? Um, we playing at Louisiana Lafayette. We playing against Alfred Payton. Um, I think I took a shot and I missed it. And the rebound went long, so I'm chasing it. And me, dude, and me and dude and the other team about to go, like, for the ball. And as we're going for it, my knee just hit his knee. And I just broke my kneecap from that there. Like Damn. I broke it and I tore and I tore my patella tendon. And at first I didn't feel nothing. It just felt like I hit something and I'm trying to stand up. And as I'm trying to stand up, I see that like, I can't bend my left knee. It's like I got up and I just fell right back. I'm like, what's going on? And by the time I look down, my knee is just this big. Like oh, and I'm just screaming from there, like, yeah. And then I just yeah. thought it was over. From that point I was like, Oh yeah, it's over with. Damn. How was your mindset during rehab, or like, what was your what was your first thought? Like, would you say like, "Damn, I'm done"? Like, what was your mindset during the rehab and stuff? 
first thing was like the first thing I asked the trainer, I said, yo, is this a like career ending injury? He said, no, but I don't think you'll get back to a hundred. I said, cool. I get to the doctor, um, says the same thing. I'm like, okay, cool. He said, it's going to depend on your rehab. When he said it depends on your rehab, yo guys, I ain't yeah. going to lie to y'all. After surgery, I started rehab like a couple weeks after, and I had to do rehab two times a day. I would be in the room five, six times a day, bro. I'll just keep going. I'm like, nah, I need this yeah, to get back. Come back huh? They got to a point where the trainer would kick me out and be like, nah, there's nothing else we can do, man. Just go home. <laughs> Damn. And like, I was like that for the whole eight months. Like, I'll call him, yo, what's up? Like, it's swelling up. Well, what do I do? Oh, it's healing. It's getting... I just, I used for like 30 minutes, I would always like be on top of it because I needed to get back. Mm -hmm. Okay. And what was your drive to like keep pushing? Because I know there's a lot of, you probably know a lot of guys that get an injury like that and just lose hope and stop playing. Get it? Yeah. And my, my drive was just like, shoot, I'm just trying to hope. I'm trying to play. I, you know what I'm saying? I was like, I'm not gonna, I don't want my career to be done with an injury. I always said I wanted my career to be done when I said that it was over with. You know what I'm saying? And um, that was it. I was like, man, I, I can't believe you dudes said it's not going to get back to 100. What? So I actually just changed my diet, like cleared my mind, I stayed focused, stayed positive with it. Now, even him, like, I think I was supposed to be out for 12 months. I was back after nine. He said, man, he told me that the surgeon came to me. He said, that shit crazy, man. He said, I don't think I've seen too many people bounce back from this thing. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's good, bro. Um, yeah. That's, so after, when you, when, you, when you came back, right? When you came back and you, you play, you know, I, I know, I know y'all won, won the conference. Um, yeah, so how was that? Winning in the, in the conference that you were in and going to the, the big dance, you know? Oh, man, that, that, that's what made it. Like my favorite, my favorite time of my life. Like those, that stretch, mm -hmm. um, winning the conference. So I already know I'm gonna get that ring, and then um, <laughs> go into the tournament mm -hmm. as an underdog, who was a 12 seed. But y'all don't know the tournament. It's uh, March Madness, by the way. You know, yeah. bit, one of yeah. the biggest sporting events in the states. Yeah. Who you guys play? Um, first game we played Purdue. Purdue, I think, had won the Big Ten tournament if I'm not mistaken, or they were in the championship game against Michigan State. I can't really remember. 2016, I'll look it up. And then um, we played them. They were number five seed. And everybody's like, man, you guys going to lose. You guys going to lose. Like the commentators on ESPN. Mm -hmm. And that's fun to watch because, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's March Madness. It's anybody's <laughs> night. It's one game. Yeah, exactly. It's one game. And then um, we went on to play Purdue. We beat them in double overtime. Um, Great, we had a great team that year. Great coach, um, Chris Beard, that's at Texas Tech right now. Uh, I mean, that year was great. And then we went on to play Iowa State with mm -hmm. George Niang, Monte Morris, and Deontay Byrne, all these guys. Yeah. They got us, they beat us that game. But that experience was amazing. Yeah, I was like, yeah that experience was amazing. Yeah, I was the experience playing in front of what, 20,000, 10,000? Yeah. Yeah. Like it was like 20,000 people. Like I walked in the arena and Iona's playing, I want to say Gonzaga. They're playing Kyle Wilger because I saw Kyle Wilger there. I was like, oh, what's oh. up? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then um, I look around and I look at our host. It was a lady. 
I said, how many people was in there? And she said, like, 21,000. We playing in the Denver, the Denver Nuggets arena. I'm like, looking around. I'm like, damn. Like, you can actually feel, like, the vibe. Like, you can the actually, vibe, like, there's a vibration. Chill. There's a vibration yeah. there. Like, like, from just being in there, I'm like, shit. Like, fuck, this shit feel great. <laughs> like, I'm ready to hoop. I'm ready to hoop. Yeah. Damn. So, like, so you finished your career in, in um University of Arkansas. You know, you, um. Yeah. Uh, school, everything was good, you know, you went through it. Um, so what, what made you decide to go play pro? Um, honestly, growing up, I'm going I'm to go back a little bit. Growing yeah. up, my ultimate dream was to play D1 because, and I, I blame myself for that a little bit because we didn't really see guys going pro from Montreal. I don't know if y'all know, like, especially like from what we've seen. Mm-hmm. The only guy we've seen was Chris Joe, mm-hmm. um, which I need to shout out to um, because I remember when I was in D.C., you know, you went to Carroll, too. Mm-hmm. Um, you would actually, whenever they played Georgetown, you would come to Carroll and you, you'll come and be like, yo, I heard you doing well, blah, blah, and like give you 20, 50, 60 bucks. Um, and that's how you pass down the torch, and facts. But that's why the name y'all got paving the way, yeah. paved the way. He's actually somebody I was looking up to. He went to that school that I actually ended up going to. Um, he just come support me. That's what's up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, and to go back to what I was saying, he was the only pro that we actually seen yeah. from Montreal. For sure. But everybody's dream at our time, and even you or mm-hmm. Kenny. We never said we want to be pro, bro. Like, D1. we want to go D1. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, after my career at D1, I remember my, my coach said from day one in college, um, he ended up getting fired, but it was my first goal. He said, I think you're going to be a better pro player than a college basketball player just because of your style of play, ISO, spacing, shooting. Mm-hmm. And that's when it got in my mind like, shoot, I'm going to try this thing after, after college. You know what I'm saying? And that's what motivated me. I was still motivated as time was going by. I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm going to be a pro. Let me try to be a pro. Is there, and it ended is there, up happening to me. Is there a reason why you decided to to stay, like, to, to come and play in Canada? Or you just, like, you know, I don't know. Um, yes and no. Um, the pro game is different. You got to have an agent and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I was trying to go to Europe, but the Canada situation was better for me personally. Okay. For everything, um, whether it was um, money, experience, um, mm-hmm. the players in the league, the league actually had good talent. Mm-hmm. So I think it was better for me personally. And I've been comfortable in that league now, to be honest. So mm-hmm. I actually yeah. like it. Okay, can you talk a little bit about the league? Because outside, I feel outside of Quebec, a lot of people respect that league. But I think probably in Quebec, because I guess we don't have a team, when we, heard, mm-hmm. when we hear, uh nbl people are like hey there's a league there's a basketball league in canada like outside of quebec because i'm yeah. in toronto so everyone's like oh that's a big league but in quebec yeah. people tend to not respect that league can you talk a little bit to the i guess younger generation that probably doesn't yeah. know that league now it is a tough league man i play against a lot of guys like guys that played in the nba um guys that were actually lottery picks like um Played against Big Baby, Royce White, that went to Iowa State, um, Luther Head, mm-hmm. um, Jai Luther Carson. Luther Head, oh, okay. yeah. yeah, Houston, Jai right? Carson. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Ill. That's just... Carson this year actually played with Chris Jones. That was the MVP of the JUCO. Mm-hmm. Um, ended up going to Louisville. To me, he's an NBA talent too. Um, played against that. Played wow, against and of... with a lot of guys. Frank Nitty, um, mm-hmm. was my mm-hmm. teammate. Uh, Julie MVP. I mean, there's a, a lot of talent. The up and down league. It's a scoring league. Yeah, and that's why I love it. That's why I love it. Just before we talk about, I guess, your career pro, I know you play against a lot of great players and you play with a lot of, of great players. So can you just name me your uh, starting five? Like we always ask, what's your starting five from PG to center, best player, eight, like that you play with, that you play with? That I played with as a yeah, team? With. Yeah, I played with, yeah. Oh shit! You know, don't say me, cause you know I know. Chris. Just don't don't say my name. <laughs> I know Seth, I'm in there, Seth but just is most, but Seth actually might be the best athlete I played with. To be honest, like uh, I got a shot. I got a shot him out. <laughs> but <laughs> when you talk about five, that's yeah. a tough one, guy. That's, that's a, a tough. tough question, that's though. a tough one. Um, I have to go with Chris Jones that I played with this year, the one yeah. I was turning on. Um. Can I put myself in it? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for yourself. No, if 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 I have a, a a top five that I played with, I'd probably put Chris Jones. I'd probably put Kenny because, like I said, it's that one that that chemistry we that we had on the court. I put that big man that I played with in college, Will Neighbor. I might be the coldest big man I played with, man. <laughs> we went to Florida, man. He's from England. I mean, the bucket. I'm gonna put him in there. That's a small. That's mm-hmm. a small lineup, though. Me, Chris, and Kenny. That's that's very small, but mm-hmm. we'll get it done. Uh, <laughs> him, and at the five, I'd probably go with Ken Birch. Oh, okay. Ken Birch. Yeah, yeah. I'd probably go with Ken for his shot blocking ability. Mm-hmm. He's from Quebec. I mean, hey, I yeah, got a shout out. Got to represent, guys. Okay. Yeah, always, always. You play at you, you like I said in the, in the pro career. You played at PEI, Prince Edward Island. Yeah. Um, you know, your first year we're all rookie team, all playoff team, you know, that's 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 pretty dope, you know, especially, you know, like like I said, from the path that you had to go through, you know, to get to yeah. where you got to and those accomplishments, you know, that's huge, you know. And to now and to now playing in Windsor. You're playing in Windsor, right? So how's that going right now? How how was it going before all this, you know? I was actually having my best pro season. Okay. Uh, in Windsor, yeah, I was actually on the roll. I had just got um, I think player of the week twice in three weeks. Oh, um, I was on the roll. I was actually getting like a hold of it. I was like, man, I'm about to be, you know, I was about to go on the mud like level. Yeah. And unfortunately, we all going through it right now. This yeah. pandemic, um, mm-hmm. which is just part of life. Adversity, you exactly. beat it, and then exactly. you move on. Um. Winter was good, man. Took care of me. I was doing good there, basketball-wise. And fortunately, and, like I said, the season ended early. And also, I saw you uh, on the news that you signed with the CBL team. Yeah. Um, this is a new league, a new summer league that's ran by Team Canada. Well, by, by Canada Basketball, my bad. Um, I signed with the reigning um, champions, um, Saskatchewan Rattlers. Um Right now, we're still waiting to see what's going on with okay. um, this thing we're we, we going through right now. 
I should have a couple of words in the next couple of days or weeks okay. um, to see what's going to happen. But yeah, I had signed and I was going to be gone till August. Okay. And and how do you stay active? Because we don't know when it's going to end. How do you stay active? active? Um, I took a couple of uh, weeks off, uh, go for jogs, uh, go to the park and shoot a little bit. Um, and I try to get to do new, I, I try to do new things like read a little bit. Uh, read things that I wouldn't read. I'm not, I hate reading. I can't <laughs> tell y'all when the last time I read before now. Um, and most importantly, I spend time with my family. Mm-hmm. Um, we both know, we all know I've been gone since I was 16. Yeah. So spending time with family actually feels so good right, right now. For sure. Um, so I'm taking advantage of all that. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, before we, you know, like, so, um, before, you know, we go on anything, you know, we like to play a little game. Kenny, you know, uh, start, bench, cut. Okay. Kenny, yeah, yeah, so you know. so there's three events, start, bench, cut. So the first uh-huh. one is uh-huh. playing for Team Quebec. When you made that buzzer, that's number one. The second one, it's when you play for Team Canada. And the third one, what would be a good third one, said the, ter- the tournament. The March tournament, Madness. yeah. March Madness. No, being a part of it, yeah. So the shot in Team Quebec, team playing for Team Canada, and being in the big dance, March Madness. Which one? Which one would you start? Bench and cut. Who? Hmm. 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 <laughs> ah, shit. Those three big moments. Oh. Yeah. I'd probably start the the March Madness. Okay. That shot that yeah. I made, that that was a relief, man. That shot was just in. That's like one of the biggest events in sports. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The March Madness. Mm-hmm. So I'd probably start that. The second one would be that shot with in the Canada games, okay. because just like I said, everybody was against us, and I don't know when the last time Quebec had won. I think '92 was the last time Quebec yeah. had won. Yeah. So, and that happened in 2008. So, yeah, and then I have to cut Team Canada, which is crazy. Yeah. It sounds crazy. It sounds crazy. (laughs) Yeah, definitely, definitely, for sure. Nah, for real. So, like, it's crazy because, you know, know, our podcast, you know, we're we're just always trying to bring people in and trying to, you know, especially those that came before us, you know, which would be later on. But, you know, like I said, like, want to, you know, get your perspective on how you came about your journey, you know, to get mm-hmm. to where you are now and how you went through these things and how the, the work you put in, you know, to be who you are, to be Kemi Ose, yeah. you know, for what you're known for. And, you know, and, you know, like you said, like, I, I like to say this all the time, but it's bigger than basketball, right? And, yes. you know, and that yeah, basketball helped, yeah, basketball helped us shape. It shaped us to, you know, it helped us with what we're doing in life. But at the same time, we always got to remember, you know, how we're able to play this sport, you know, and how mm-hmm. we're able to, you know, get back and as we get older. I have a, I have a last question. Like, I know you, you still have probably like a five to eight years playing pro still, but after that, what, what, like, okay, five, five, five years, for, for sure five years. What, what, but after that, like, what's your plan after playing? Like when you 34, 35, what's your, what's your plan? Um, I actually got a couple projects coming on, like, um, I, I, that's something I'm working through right now. You know what I'm saying? I got a couple options. Um, I don't see myself being the head coach. I can't do that. I don't have the patience <laughs> for that. Um, but 
one of the things that I can talk about is um, that ParkX program actually want to take over the league. You know what I'm saying? That mm-hmm. like just that's just like paving the way. Like my brother mm-hmm. started it. Now it's time for him yeah, to pass man. it down to John and pass it down to me. That's what so it is. I can add on what I think we should do and get the kids to wherever yeah. I was or for them to go further than me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't want to be able to I don't want to I don't always want to say, oh, in my time you went but you wasn't better than me. No, I want the next generation to be better than better. our generation. Facts. You know what I'm saying? That's how you build something. Mm-hmm. And then um so I've definitely helped those kids. Um mm-hmm. you from Park Texas, you see a lot mm-hmm. of those kids coming there like definitely they're minorities, first of all, and then yeah. they don't have too much. So I want them to be able to use basketball. And for me, my brothers, the coaches, as mentors, to take them somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? And oh, yeah. I definitely want to do that too, though, y'all. That's, that's dope, man. That's dope. That's really, that's really good to hear, man. You know, one yeah. of my own, yeah. So, yeah, like, thank you for real. For real, like, we appreciate your time coming on this, uh, come on here and, you know, speaking to us, you know. Merci. Merci. Comme je te dis, merci d'avoir accepté l'invitation. Puis avec euh, qu'est-ce que tu viens de nous dire, man, c'est sûr, il y a beaucoup de jeunes qui vont apprendre de toutes tes décisions que tu as prises, man, puis ils vont essayer de, de se pousser, puis peut-être aller plus loin que où tu as été, man. So, merci yeah. encore, man, pour avoir accepté l'invitation. Non, yeah. Thank you, guys. I appreciate y'all having me. That's respect. Uh, that just means you guys respect me, and I respect you guys. Um, two very good players too. Like when you talk about Quebec basketball, like your mm-hmm. name's got to be on there for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really appreciate you guys having me, man. Anytime, anytime. Yeah, I would I would have done that for, <laughs> for y'all anytime. <laughs> Respect, man. Yeah. So thank you once again, and um, to everyone listening, don't forget to subscribe on everywhere that you know platform, Spotify. Go follow our Instagram, you know Facebook. And um, stay tuned uh, for episode three. See ya. And also, um, one thing I want to do after we uh, I retire, me and Kenny need to go to Santiago Chavano and play that championship game again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I need my payback. Yeah. <laughs>